Ah. Ah. It literally sounds like you're in there. (laughs) I know. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 90th episode of I'm So Surecast. I'm your host, Tim Early. I'm here with Tim Sullivan. It's good to see you guys. Good to be here. Unreal. Nothing like taking a nice ride up to the beach during a hurricane, you know? Nothing like it. Am I right? Well, they say take shelter as close proximity to the water as you can. Did they really say that? Yeah, but I just I had some saliva caught in my throat, so that came out weird. Yeah, I'm fine now. Okay. Well, um, I guess I'll start this episode off by apologizing to DJ Petty. Oh, boy. Because I... Was supposed to mail him a bumper sticker and forgot. Oh, dude. So, I'll I'll be sure to do that. But well, the worst part, too, is he's a postal worker, so he probably knew immediately that you fucked up. Yeah, he's probably like, uh, hey, Bob, did, did you get any, you know, mail coming out of Seabrook? Weighs, you know, about four or five ounces uh, coming from this area by this person. This Tim Early kid done anything? He's like, nah, boss. Hmm. Just the worst. Just the worst type of situation for a mailman to be in, a postal worker, whatever whatever title they go by. But uh Deej, that'll be uh that'll be in route soon enough, right? Probably. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless yeah, the hurricane yeah. takes out mailboxes nearby. In which case you What know. did I send out though? I sent one out. You sent a bumper sticker out? No, maybe not. I sent stickers out, I think, and it cost way less than I thought. I think mm. I was it was it was cheap. Probably because I knew DJ. That's probably well, that's folks. Cheap. Our promo is still going on. If you uh, if you want a bumper sticker, sticker, regular or matchbook, we will uh, we will oblige. Also, turns out that Ian is still alive, folks. Oh, thank God. He How's he doing? An, he sent an email. He I did. I don't know how he's doing. He's just alive. Mm, that's a good point. That's all you can really hope for. I love how this was supposed to be like an outrageous hurricane, and it looks like it's just the most beautiful day outside yeah, right actually, now. Yeah, actually, the ride-up was brutal. Winds were whipping. It was awful, really. It was but terrible. When I got here, the sky just opened up. Turns out to be a beautiful day. Isn't that just great? The sky just opened up? Yeah, you know, I went to the bathroom. I took a pee. I came back, and I just looked out the window, and it was all blue skies, you know? Ah. It's just beautiful. <laughs> Birds are chirping again. It's great. I was uh, out outside this morning, like putting tying a rope around the umbrella and like laying it down and like moving my tomato plants from the front of the yard to up against a wall in like a nook and moved my jalapeno plants into like sheltered area. Thank God you said jalapeno like that and not the pretentious Spanish accent way. Oh, jalapeno or like that jalapeno, jalapeno. Oh, I hate that shit. Or the, uh, you know, Marz Capone. Ugh, barf. So we're going to take a little, some of this pasta here. We're going to scoop it into the bowl. Then I'm going to take this nice, fresh Marz Capone cheese here. And I'm going to take um, just, a, just a pinch of this basil. And we're going to put it in this bowl. We're going to stir it for about five minutes. Um, then we're going to bring it over here. And we're going to take this Piermazano Reggiano. And we're going to put it in the bowl. Dude, that's literally what the most pretentious, annoying people in society do. It's like, okay, so like I know how to pronounce things. 
but I just spare you my awful enunciation because I don't want to come off as a pompous douche. Right, and it's almost more, It's in my opinion, maybe this is not the right opinion to have, but it's my fucking opinion, so fuck you, um, that you're almost better off just not even trying because it almost shows respect for the word, like, hey, I... You know, I don't know how to say this, so I'm not even going to butcher it. I'm just going to say it how an American says it. Dude, uh, that's my philosophy. If, you know, when in Rome, do as the Romans. When in America, speak like the Americans. I'm sorry, but, like, there's been so many kids I know that went abroad and they grew up in, like, Pennsylvania that I went to college with. And they come back and they're like, oh, yeah, um, I actually went to Pakistan for the weekend. I'm like, dude, shut up. Like, I know that's how it's pronounced, okay? But, like... If you don't want to look like an idiot, just say Pakistan, right? Right. Or to be like, oh, my brother served in Iraq or Iraq, whatever you say. Just say Iraq, okay? I mean, well, this is America. If you don't like sp- spaghetti and meatballs, you can get the fuck out. So true, dude. That's a loud fucking clip. Jesus Christ. Let's turn that bad boy down. And there we go. Well, dude, America, you know, she's loud and proud. She Would is. you really want that song to be any other way than just in your face? And That's way too true. Well? Yeah, because if it was too quiet, just when we're... it wouldn't be America. Um, also, but... sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. no. no you right? go ahead. I mean, you sure? Yep. All right. Um, the buttons are in different spots now, but uh, <laughs> we have breaking news. Turns out that today is chocolate chip cookie day. Mm, interesting. Here in in all fifty states. Oh, so it's a federal holiday. No idea. Nope. Don't, don't fucking know. Could be worldwide, but I'm just assuming that Americans are the only people stupid enough to have a fucking chocolate chip cookie day. Oh, yeah. Well, Big Calendar really is the culprit here because they try to make every day special. And what that does is make actual holidays less special because it's all watered down now. It's a well, saturated market. Right. Well, I heard that Big Greeting Card is paying Big Calendar like hundreds of millions Oh, yeah, because they feed, you know, one hand washes the other. Exactly. You know? One so hand wipes the ass. It's really pretty pretty corrupt. Um, oh, speaking of corruption, did you see this? You hear about this? Oh, I can't wait. So, uh... No, literally, I can't fucking wait. Let's go. All right. So, it looks like Coke is in bed with uh, some members of the scientific community. Cocaine? Coca-Cola. Oh! So, there's breaking news broke today. This is the Daily Mail is breaking it. Coca-Cola paid scientists to downplay how sugary beverages fueled the obesity crisis between 2013 and 2015. Now, first off in this headline, um, there's an end date to the obesity crisis. It says 2013 to 2015. Did we saw, like, are there less fat people than there were five years ago? I don't think so. Wait, let me check one sec. Nope, there's not. No. But anyways, so this says that Coca-Cola worked with scientists to downplay the role sugar plays in contributing to obesity. Uh, this this finger wagger says it's a low point in this history of public health. It says the team that Coke hired ended up being a front group for Coca-Cola and promoted the idea that it was a lack of exercise, not a bad diet that was the primary driver in U.S. obesity. Now, I don't understand. First of all, not exercising actually does contribute to obesity. So they're not that wrong. Well, do you have scientific proof? Yeah, me. Well, that's anecdotal. But, you know, the plural of anecdote is data. So if I can find one other person like me, then, you know, we become a fact. 
That's we, true. We graduate from a kind of one-off to an important statistic. A fat fact. Yes, exactly. Um, so, a fat fuck, too. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. Like, I don't understand... It's one thing if you're sneaking stuff into a product that people don't know is there. But everyone knows that Coke had sugar. Coke yeah. just said, oh, the sugar doesn't cause obesity. And everyone went, okay. But how do you not... You know what? If you're drinking soda, you should already know soda's bad. Right. And then if you see yourself getting fat, you don't really need to you know, intellectually be superior. You don't need to split the atom to know like, oh, maybe I should curb the, the soda a little bit. So what you're saying to me is a extremely wealthy and large institution yes. paid scientists yes. to do studies, but they wanted them to come up with a conclusion that helps the people that funded their study is this is yes this i'm saying big soda is now guilty of the same crimes waged and proven against big tobacco back in the 90s you're kidding me so but, that'd be crazy if like this happened in you know like any other any other industry or industry of life or healthcare. I, see, or, I don't think so because i think everybody knows that whenever companies hire scientists that they're on the level, you know what I mean? They're on level, is that what you said? Yeah, like if 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 I hire a specific group of scientists to reach a conclusion that I want, and I'm paying them millions of dollars, I think they're they're I think they're going to say, "Listen, we're not greedy. We're just all about the science. You can take your millions of dollars. We're still going to take that money, but we're gonna you know we're gonna just speak for science." Don't you think? You don't think that's uh no. Ah, well, I guess actually with this Coca-Cola, big tobacco, big pharma, actually kind of everything turns out that I'm completely wrong oh, by thinking that. Big TP? Oh, big TP. Are you oh kidding me, God. dude? They actually said that single ply was going to save on toilet paper. Dude, and here's the but thing. But you need twice as much because it's so thin that you might as well just get double ply. Right. And now you need like a glossary to figure out which fucking goddamn rolls to buy because there's there's the mega roll there's the ultra roll there's the super roll there's the fucking you know triple ply super duper roll they're very big on on synonyms i noticed and fucking if you buy the wrong roll right that's too big now you gotta buy an adapter for your tp holder right which is just such a fucking they took that right out of apple's playbook yep now you need a fucking dongle to wipe your ass I actually don't even like the toilet paper holders. I'd be fine if it just rested on top, on behind the toilet. You know what, dude? I'm going to go ahead and fucking agree with you on that. Yeah, because I like to I like to just friggin' wrap this thing around my hand and you just, just put give the, a nice... On the fingers? I like Yeah, I like when my actual hand is the spool yeah. and I can just go around it. So here, all right. So, so generally, how many plies... I mean, I guess it's hard to tell how many plies you have nowadays. So, Do you have generally pretty thick or thin toilet paper in your household? Uh, that's a good question. I'd say it's pretty thick. Mine is two. So now... Mine's probably just like run-on-the-mill double-ply. I'd say I would take... And mine might even be more than that. I don't know. It's probably... We'll just call it double-ply, okay? I think it's Sherman Ultrasoft, Yours for could, sake, That's probably like, like triple-ply. It's right? like too thick, to be right, honest. Right, right, right. But I'll take like four squares, right? Fold them over each other to the size of one square. Yeah. 
wipe my asshole, fold it in half, wipe my asshole, throw it in the toilet. Really? Is that what you do? Dude, I just keep wrapping. I'm like a cotton candy maker at Cannibal Lake. I love how you you uh, did a self-censoring. I fucking love when people do that, by the way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah. What, can you explain this to me? Yeah, I just keep, I just keep spooling and going. Wait, so uh, you, you there's just, not a game plan like that at the beginning. So you spool some. Yep. You don't fold it neatly, nothing? No. Are you kidding? So you take a ball of pure carnage, yes. You wipe your asshole, throw it in the toilet. Yeah, it's like a, uh, like what do you call those things women use in the shower? A douche? No. Um, <laughs> the thing they put soap on to lather themselves? I guess it's a loofah, but it's like the, the ball. Yeah, Kev uses those. Yeah. I basically make a paper loofah. Except he calls them loafers or something. Well, yeah. You know. But either way, sorry. Sorry to get off topic. Um, I forget where the fuck well, I was. Well, we started. You got a little bit that. off track because you started talking about the, the pre storm prep of moving your jalapenos and, oh, and all right. those things. So oh, yeah, yeah. Is there, is there, okay. I don't know if there's anything to expound wow. on that. Talk about getting really far off. Right. Um, so, yeah, I was doing all that shit, tying up the umbrella, moving my plants, fucking taking the longboard, the uh, paddleboard, and, like, stowing it away, all the shit. And my dad's like, oh, I don't think it's going to be that bad. And I was like, oh, yeah, not going to be that bad. He's like, yeah, no. I'm like, oh, you think we'll just, then we'll just get, like, some rain or something instead? He's like, no, I don't think we'll get that much rain. I just think it's... <laughs> Because I don't think we'll get much rain. I think it's just going to be really fucking windy. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Why the fuck do you think I'm putting all this shit away? Because of the rain? Right. Good point. It was the wind. That's why you think I'm tying umbrellas down and shit? <laughs> For fuck's sake, dad. Did you actually give uh, that much of a sarcastic retort to your dad? Or no, you just I just... keep it inside? And I just, like, did the thing where I, like, froze for two seconds, raised an eyebrow, and then shook my head, and then went back to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tying shit down. Right. Because it really is the wind, you know? Right. Oh, and, and uh, my dad doesn't know this. It's a secret. Uh, and the only way he'd find out the secret is if he listened to the podcast, which will never happen in a million years. Yes. But tonight was supposed to be his surprise 70th birthday party. Mm. But due to the incredible winds that lasted for three minutes, we moved it <laughs> to Thursday. So Thursday. So where is, where is the surprise? It's going to be at the Tuna Striker Pub. I know. And we're going to be like, hey, why don't you come just have dinner with us? And then he's going to get there and it's just going to be a load of people. Oh my God. That's actually classic. <laughs> and I love, I love the tuna striker. Yeah. It's all fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Place. I haven't surveyed like every place in the beach area, but based on my findings, I think tuna striker is hands down the best. Right. Fins down the best. Fins down? If I'm going to make a fishy kind of, you know, cute remark. Like I did. Right. So, I mean, I would have been there today, but we changed it, so. I didn't change it. Well, you said, well, you indicated that, um, you, yeah, you changed it because the. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about a moron. I, I mean. I wish we had the clip of him thinking Guam was going to capsize. See, I was going to clip that, but the audio is so fucking terrible. Yeah. I was like, I can't just, I just can't do this to people. I mean. It's got like the mics. I could like, uh, you know, how can I wait to, you know, I'm afraid a Guam's going to fuck up. You know, kind of like that. So I was like, I'm not going to. Yeah. Instead of actually getting the clip, I'm just going to do that and hurt people's ears. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, it's, it's just amazing that these are the people. In charge of everything, you know? Oh, yeah, dude. Big fucking island. Big island flipping. 
Unbelievable. They're and, worse than the flat earthers. Is the island capsizers? Oh God! And then someone they're after, actually more unreasonable and ornery. Someone after the uh, the famous "I'm afraid that Guam is going to capsize" line. Someone goes, uh, "Do you don't actually think Guam's going to flip over? Do you?" He's like, "No, that's just part of my humor." And they go, "You didn't smile when you said it." He goes, "Ah, it's part of my you know my shtick. I don't smile." There's no way. First of all, you need to be kind of smart to be intentionally funny, and that guy's not smart. So no. I don't. I don't think. He, that was out of mirth. I think that was out of stupidity. You know? Oh, God damn it! Fucking A. Oh, man. But, <sighs> you know. Also, okay, so while we're on the subject... Oh? Of Guam... Of violence capsizing? Of violence capsizing. I wanted to know... Yes. Hamburger-wise. Yes. What's... Where would you get your ideal hamburger from? My ideal hamburger? Yeah, your favorite hamburger available, where would you go? Given in my geographical... In your geographical location. So, like, if it's in and out don't even fucking... Don't even say it. I'd go to uh, Five Guys. I... And oh. I get a little. I get a little from Five Guys, medium. Which I hate how they fucking do that. They make you seem like such a little bitch for well, getting... Well, yeah, they pussify you into, into, you know... Spending more money. Yeah, exactly. That's what they do. They supersize you. Right. But instead of making a normal quantity bigger... They make a normal quantity sound babyish, and they just infantilize you. Right. You know? Yeah. Peer pressure can do some pretty fucking crazy stuff. I well, mean, it's it'll amazing. make you spend more money. It's amazing what pride will do to you. You know what I mean? Like, if you're with a girl, you're like, I don't want to fucking order a little. I'm going to sound like a pussy. Right. So that's how they get you on the double pat. And I don't like double patty burgers. I just don't. You don't? No. Okay. I, I mean, I guess, I guess I don't either. That's a good point. Would you prefer the the brioche bun, the the sesame seeds, a pretzel I'm, bun? I'm a true American, so if the uh, potato bun's not available, I'm just going to be a straight sesame seed bun guy. Yeah, I guess I am too. There's something I think that's more visual than it is like taste wise. There's something about the sesame bun that's just classic American hamburger that will just win me over. Seven days a week. I mean, is there any chance that the person behind the counter at the Five Guys place would bully you into getting a bigger burger because the small one's called a little and you don't want to feel like a pussy? Me? Yeah. Not them behind the counter, but just it's the idea of me ordering a little if I'm with someone I'm trying to impress. Right. If it's just you and I, I'm not going to order a, uh, what's the, it's just called a big or a biggie? What? I don't. I think it's just regular. I prefer... It's either regular or, or pussy version. Well, I prefer the little. Or is it little? Is it like is it like stupid like that? Or is it yeah, little? it's a little. You go, can I have a little burger? Yeah, but I didn't know if it was like L-I-L, like the stupid no, no, like no, no, slang. No, 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 no. There's two T's. Um, I mean, come on, damn. Um, but uh, yeah, so to answer your question, if it's up to me, I'll get the little every time. Can I be pressured into upsizing? Yes. So you can be pressured into saying certain things. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Dr. Fauci, do protests increase the spread of the virus? Crowding contributes to the spread of the virus. You should stay away from crowds. Avoid crowds of any type, no matter where you are. I'm saying that crowds can give you an increased probability that there's going to be acquisition and transmission. Do the protests increase the spread of the virus? I, I don't have any scientific evidence that anything... <laughs> That 
that is uh, an example something of tells when me. you combine politics and science, both are worse off. Yes. You cannot have a guy controlling every single facet of American life, restaurants, weddings, handshakes. He's literally said handshakes shouldn't happen. This guy is so in charge of everything, yet so craven and cowardly that he can't even answer a question on a scientific basis. He can't even say protests encourage the spread and we should limit them. He may cede that protests or gatherings increase it, but he will not in any way recommend curbing them back. I said crowds. I didn't say specifically. I didn't say protests do anything. So the protests don't increase the spread of the virus? I didn't say that. You're putting words in my mouth. No, I, Something this, tells me he'd get a little burger. No, he actually, he'd get, sorry, he'd get a full-size burger. A regular. Yes. A regular fry. And a milkshake. Because at the end they go, do you want a milkshake too? He'd be right. like, oh, I don't want to look like a pussy. Well, he's so the sure. guy that when all the popular kids like him, he goes, well, they like me because, you know, I'm a smart guy. I, I just tell the truth. That's why they love me. Right. And then someone goes, oh, the, the popular kids factually did this, and science says this. He'll go, no, they didn't. Like, he likes, he will not upset the popular people because he knows that they, he's never had more power than he's ever had right now. Yeah, he's very, he's a very agreeable person. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm just, no, no, everything no, you yeah, can, yeah, I'm just, yeah, think, yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> and by the way, we're like the only industrialized country that's at the behest of one guy. You go to Europe, all these countries are like, are you kidding me? Like, our leaders confront with a panel of experts. You guys have fucking one guy? Not just one and a half, because Burke's kind of backed into the shadows and vanished a little bit. But you can't <sighs> even say, so you're going to say we can't open schools, you can't shake hands, you can't open restaurants, you can't really take part in American society in any meaningful way. Uh, but if it's protest, I have nothing to say because it turns out I'm a spineless hack. Well, I, I, I'm not sure what you mean. Should how do we? Well, I'm I'm not in a position. I I, I don't think that's relevant to. I mean, I, I you get where I'm going. <laughs> this is the authority that's been running America for like. Nearly five months. You're going to trust someone whose throat makes this weird noise? I don't think that's relevant to... <laughs> yeah, that was kind of ghoulish. It was almost like... Uh, it was like, you know, he was doing a training exercise into haunting someone's house while, uh, you know, equivocating on basic questions. Right. I what? mean... And people go, wow. People that hate Fauci are anti-scientists. Like, really? Because I cast dispersions on one guy who constantly contradicts himself. So... I'm the idiot for raising an eyebrow. You're the smart one for just, oh, yes, yes, robotically nodding along. This guy is a moron. His percentage of science is going down. His percentage of politics is going up. Well, for all the people that go, hey, you just called this guy a moron. He's like a viral expert. He's, you know, I have no immunologist, whatever. I'm not... I'm not contesting his acumen as a scientist. Clearly, he's brilliant. But when you're... When you can't answer an obvious question that everyone with a working brain understands, then you're maybe not a Mormon idiot savant. Clearly, he's a moron. Moron! Yes. But, like, I'm sorry. Don't you kind of, like, doesn't that kind of disqualify you when you've been opining on every single thing in American life? And now when you have this huge thing, you 
Oh, it's not your place to opine? Ugh, what a coward. He's such a Government craven. Government stopping people from going to church, Dr. Fauci. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I can't stand him. Does it make sense to you that some states are still not issuing stay-at-home orders? I mean, you know, the tension between federally mandated versus states' rights to do what they want is something I don't want to get into. But if you look at what's going on in this country, I just don't understand why we're not doing that. We really should be. I'm, well, I'm not going to opine on limiting anything. I'm, I'm not going to opine on limiting anything. I'm just going to tell you. You've opined a, on a lot of things, Dr. Fauci. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to opine on. You see the inconsistency, though, Dr. Fauci? There's no inconsistency, Congressman. There's what? No- this is what happens what? when all the dumb people on TV tell you you're a genius and you're so powerful and brave, and they give you these superlatives that you don't deserve, and then what happens is you you start to atrophy mentally because so many people are propping you up that you start to get lazy because you get their respect without deserving it. And then you're put in front of someone that's not going to blindly prop you up, and you realize, oh my God, I don't have a leg to stand on. I've been celebrated for really no reason. And this is what this is what happens. You make a fool of yourself. It's like the rabbit and the hare. You know what I mean? Or tortoise and the hare. Right. I love how I'm calling a guy a moron and I say a line like that. But I just, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Give me a break. You know? Oh, it, if, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you already know the answers to your questions, then why ask pig fuck? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I miss Philip Seymour Hoffman. What a great guy, man. Yeah, I know. We used to hang out with him all the fucking time, too. Uh, he was the best. He was the best. Heron addict, though. The opioid crisis got him. So McDonald's or Burger King, if you had to choose? Are you joking? Is that even close? Then what's the answer? McDonald's. Really? Dude, now, does this apply to burgers or everything? That applies to everything. That applies to everything from sanitary, hygiene, upkeep, Whoa, to, Jesus. to everything. So I used to be on the Burger King train. Like, in, like, the Bush administration era. You know what I mean? Like, when I was, like, 12, 13. Okay, yeah, me too. But... Because their fries used to be the best in the biz. They did used to be the best in the biz. Until they fucking changed the goddamn they, things. You know the thing about their fries was they had that mushy potato inside of a crispy coating. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. It was just so satisfying. Um, but I've since realized they've slowed down while McDonald's just keeps chugging ahead. Say what you will about McDonald's. Their chicken fingers, uh, chicken nuggets, are so goddamn crispy. Their fries are fantastic. Yeah. And I just think they're, of all the mainstream fast food, like if you said Wendy's or McDonald's, that would be harder for me. But Burger King has, to me, used to hold the number one spot like 15 years ago. But now it's just, I think it's falling behind. Sorry to say. So, but Wendy's fries. Yeah. Sea salt. So, yeah. So, okay. So, here's the thing with Wendy's fries, all right? You put them in your mouth. You eat them. They're delicious. You swallow them. Yummy, yummy in my tummy, right? Except the roof of your mouth is rocked, I noticed. Then, about five seconds later, you get this shitty oil taste in your mouth. Okay. Fair enough. It doesn't fucking go away, and only Wendy's fries do this. Do you eat ketchup with the fries? Of course. Okay. Because that may play a factor. Because if you didn't, I'd say, well, maybe it hasn't been that bad for me because the ketchup kind of covers it up. Was getting captured all part of your plan? Of course. (laughs) I love, even in, I think Christopher Nolan's a genius and I love the Batman franchise, but even he is guilty of these corny setup lines. Like the lamest line is in um, 
Dark Knight Rises, when uh, something happened. Bane's it's just be so much better if I remember the whole line. But Bane is in Gotham. It's when he's like basically quarantined Gotham because he said if anybody leaves, he's gonna you know set a bomb, whatever. Oh right, yep. So then Batman sneaks in, and then all this chaos ensues, and then Batman pops out of nowhere and he starts beating up Bane, and he's, he says something like, "Oh, you came back for something," and then Christian uh, Christian Bale goes, "No, I came back to stop you." <laughs> And I'm just like that's the line, like that's like you're you're finishing up on your lunch break. Your boss told you to come up with the line for the script, and like you totally play, like just procrastinated. And now he's like, "All right, give me the line, give me the line." You're like, uh, "I I came back to stop you." You're a pretty big guy for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that guy would go, and that's a, that's Littlefinger from Game of Thrones too. He's a fucking pussy. I'm sure that guy would go. You're a pretty big guy. What? <laughs> And again, love these movies. Really have nothing bad to say other than these little tidbits. That but. was that's one of the very few, actually, maybe the only movies that I literally saw The Dark Knight Rises three times in the theater. I did too. I yeah, I did too. I don't think I've ever done that with anything else. I don't think I've ever seen three movies with anybody in my entire life. <laughs> um, the actually, I think I saw. I think not to sound like a, a schoolgirl, but I think I did see Titanic multiple times. Oh. I saw, uh, I was too young for the first one because I was like three when it came out, but I saw Lost World and Jurassic Park 3. I think I saw each of those in theaters like two or three times. So yeah. I've, I've done it a few times, but okay. it's still pretty rare. Jesus. The other night I... Um, of just, course. Oh, oh, that's what I fucking was going to talk about. Um, just had me watch High School Musical 2. Dude, I was like, and especially I was cracking up because DJ alluded to that movie when talking about Mark probably beats off to that movie. <laughs> but not because, but not even because of Zach Efron's looks, because of his talent. Right, right, right. Um, here's the thing, man. My. Your world was blown when you realized you liked those movies? No, 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 no. Oh. If someone was like, hey, man, we have this role for you. It's in High School Musical 2. Yeah. So this is with the thought that I actually know what High School Musical 1 entailed, which I don't, but I can assume because I saw High School Musical 2. If someone was like, hey, man, we want you to be in the movie in one of the lead roles, we'll give you $7 million. I'd probably be like... I don't know, dude. I'm going to need like 30. Is it that bad? It's pretty fucking bad. Really? It's like so outrageously painful. Now, here's but how, the thing. Do you think you, like, is this like they want to give you temporarily 30 years old? Uh, Not role, an actor. Or would you be like Zac Efron's age at the time? I guess that's a really good question because. So, like, do you think if you were 18, you saw how lame the first one was, and yep. someone said, I'll give you $7 million, you still think That's you'd... different. Okay. I think because I'm 18 and I'm a fucking moron, yeah. I'd be like, fuck, dude, I'll do it for $3 million. Okay, so you'd actually, like, negotiate the price down, even, you'd think. I'd, you know what? I'd probably leave it at the 7 Okay, okay. But uh, it is so fucking awkward and painful, and the acting is so over the top and terrible. What? And... So what's the premise of High School Musical 2? So High School Musical 2... It's like the last day of school. They do a little song and dance in the classroom. They're all excited because it's summer. Right. 
And they're all like, oh, we're going to do fucking this and that. It's going to be sick. And then they're all, you know, some of them are like, well, I got to get a fucking job. Uh, and she's like, yeah, I got to get a job too. Uh. You know? And then there's like this one popular rich girl who's a, like a member at this country club, right? Mm-hmm. Is she like really bitch to the other girls too? She's a bitch. She's like not she's, hot really either. She's like an unhot Mandy Moore from Princess Diaries. Unhot Mandy Moore. From Princess Diaries, I can't picture Mandy Moore being in Princess. Was was Mandy Moore in Princess yeah, Diaries? Yeah, she's so hot too. That I fucking love Mandy Moore, dude. I fucking sorry, getting off the rails again. But I had a babysitter back in the day. I don't know if I already fucking told the story, but a babysitter. I was probably like, I don't goddamn know, fucking eleven or twelve. <laughs> Maybe let's well, for the purpose of the story. Uh, let's say I was nine. Um. She brought us to Newberry Comics. She's like, you guys can pick out any CD you want. I'll buy it for you because I'm the cool babysitter. What the fuck did I pick out? Mandy Moore's new CD. Did you really? So I'm in the back. Is this the CD that has her in the green buggy driving? Yeah. Okay. So then like, we all get back in the car and it's like, (laughs) well, I want to play my song first. No, my CD. No, my CD. So I somehow like won. So they're like, all right, pick one song. So the track starts and I'm just sitting there like fucking bopping in the backseat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice, dude. MSM, hey, they won't hear me waiting all alone. Wait a minute. This just in. We're getting news that that album came out when you were 16 years old. <laughs> Let's look it up. Now, that had to be like 2000. 2000. No, I'm going to say that came out in 2002. This fucking thing is so goddamn. We don't make enough money for the. I wonder good how old clips. she. Was. Let's see. Well, I'll find out what year she was born. You find out what year. What would that song be called? Candy. Is that the name? Yeah, of that it's song? called Candy. This table sucks, guys. We need money. You know what? If if you want to help us out, Venmo me or Tim Jim yeah, money because we you're need still listening money. after we ripped on. Nothing uh, works. Everything's broken. Everything sucks. Um, he's burping all the fucking I know, time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, what did I say? Candy. Mandy Moore. Here we go. All right, I know what year she was born. She was born in 1984. Uh, those are the lyrics. I'm addicted to the loving that you're feeling. You're feeding to me, sorry. Um, candy, candy debuted... 2000, no, that's not right. 1999, oh. baby. Holy shit. Wow, Which means dude. I was literally so she, nine fucking years old. So she was only 15? Oh, God damn it. Fuck. Stop. What did you do? That means I was nine years old. Dude, so she was only 15, though. Stop playing, for fuck's sake. Isn't that supposed to stop when you tap it? I thought so. Ooh, something happened to the settings. What, try That's another right, one. Um, ah. That one worked. I don't know what the fuck happened. No, that didn't work, dude. Yeah, it did, because when you hit it again, it started over. Oh, yeah, but that, oh, no, that, isn't that the stop. problem? Yeah, he's right. Folks. Whatever. It's Dude, she was only 15 when that album came out. God damn. Yeah, but I was nine, so it was cool. You know what I mean? Now it's not cool. I mean, I still think it's cool, dude. No, no, no. I mean, it was cool for me to be like, this girl's amazing. Yeah, I was of nine. course. It'd be a little bit creepier now. Now it's pretty fucking creepy. Let me look at Let me look at her from 1999. Oh, yeah, yeah, she actually yeah, does look yeah, really yeah, young. yeah. And then like the whole style of like the fucking. Uh, oh, she was hot though. I actually kind of, I actually kind of like. Yeah, that, that's the exact the picture I was thinking of. I like the hair. Yeah, you could put like chopsticks in them. Yeah, they, like in, even in though them hairs. And I don't. I think it's kind of held up decently. I don't think it looks that stupid. Yeah, it looks pretty stupid. But... You know who I don't get? I get. I'm listening. Why women are impressed with him? Because he's super talented. Nick Lachey. No. 
Because Nick Lachey is like a, like a cool, hot, buff dude. Oh, is he ever? But what I'm saying is if, if Justin Timberlake were talentless, he was just the guy in your office that was accounting and he had like an okay personality, I don't think he'd ever get a second look. Right. Like I don't do you think Justin Timberlake is like objectively dreamy just based on his appearance? No. Here's the thing too. I feel like he kinda looks nerdy. Um kinda does. Like he's not a bad looking guy, but like the way women swoon over him right. is obviously the result of his voice and acting chops. I don't think it's because like you know, I think if if he was just a random guy named Ted know, Ted Krasinski. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you know, he'd be like, okay, whatever. I'm I mean, kind of I'd, a nerd. I'd still bang him, I guess. You'd still fuck him, sure. But like, I just feel like a lot of people wouldn't think twice about it. All right. Well, fair enough. Mm. Where was I going with the story again? Mandy Moore? Uh, uh, how did, I think I brought Mandy Moore up. All right, let me trace did. this back. Something about, about Mandy oh, Moore, oh, High School Princess Musical Diaries. Too. Yes, High School Musical. Okay, um... So, okay, right. So, last day of school, they all, I'm going to get a job. Oh, me too. I want to sing about it. Uh. Um, and then the rich girl is the member at the country club, and she has a crush on Zac Efron. So, she's like the popular girl, but Zac, Efron, Zac Efron doesn't like her. She like He likes the cool girl, like the not so popular, but very nice girl. Is that Vanessa Hudgens? That's exactly correct. Who's like, you know, gorgeous, of, of course, dude. She's like really hot now. So, she, the rich girl's like, Danny. Which is weird, because I like high school girls better than adults. Right, right. Um, shows up to the country club. And I guess she's got, like, the, the main manager there wrapped around her finger, because her dad's the rich guy, you know? Mm. Maybe he even owns the club, actually, now that I'm fucking... This is making more sense. He owns the club, sorry. Um, so, she's like, Danny, I want this kid to work here. Oh, I know who you're talking about, the, the rich now that's not even that hot. It's that blonde girl, right? Yeah. 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 She's the, not so, so mean. That's so fucking annoying. Yeah. But anyways, go ahead. But I want him to work here. And then he's like, I'll make it happen. So, he's like, hey, you're going to work at this club. And he's like, okay, cool. But only if all my friends can work there, too. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. So then, like, all the friends are there working with different positions, singing and dancing. And then the girl's like, wait a minute, I said just him, not all the fucking people. Get them all fired. So then, like, he has to turn into a dick to try and... Hey, fuck you! (laughs) To try and get them all to quit. None of them quit, of course. Um, Then there's, like, some big talent show that she wants him to be on her fucking talent show group, but he wants to be with his friends and... Then he starts, you know, getting like swooned, getting swooned by the rich parents and the lifestyle with the family that he hates, and you know they start giving him all this money and all this cool stuff. So then he starts leaving his real friends behind. You know, any classic Disney movie has the same right, exact right. fucking thing. And then, um, you know, his relationship with Vanessa Hudgens starts falling apart, and then he starts getting closer with the other girl. But then he f- f- and ends up realizing who he truly is, and then goes back to his real friends, and then. You know, you end up feeling bad for, and he like, must, the snobby I'm girl in the that, end. I'm assuming that once he realizes who he is, he gives up a great opportunity. Yes. Because it's not enough just to realize who you are. You also have to sacrifice. Exactly. In these movies. How did you How did you know that? Because I've seen Brink. I've seen... It's all the same formula. Right. Yep. You know? Team X-Blades gives a great ton of money, free stuff, realizes that even though he's alienated his friends... Team Pop and Suds is still... Right. It's the same plot. In the end, he's he's just a soul skater, man. That's exactly right. 
He doesn't need the fucking shit from from he Team X. He didn't get involved in this for money, okay? No, dude. He's a fucking soul skater. Bro. How are the songs in High School Musical too? Terrible. Like even by. Like so, here's the thing, dude. The movie is already at a disadvantage because I'm not a mu- a musical person. What? Oh, you mean you're yeah, not sorry. a fan of music? I see how that could be misconstrued. I'm music musically a person that's into music. You're not a thespian, but I don't like musicals, right? At all, like no musicals ever. Do really? I like? Yeah, I, I love them. So maybe you should fucking actually watch it. No, it's probably fucking terrible. It is I terrible, mean, but I like food too. But I'm not gonna go to fucking. Like, Popeyes. the whole time I was watching it, I was just embarrassed for everybody on the screen That's and the myself. Worst. That's the worst. You're embarrassed for them because they're humiliating themselves. But then you realize at least they're getting paid to do this. I'm watching this for free. This is the thing, though, dude. So, Zac Efron, right? Zac Efron? Huge now. Yes. Fantastic career. Beautiful gentleman. Obviously had his, his you know, run-in with drugs and all that stuff, but... He wouldn't have became a very famous person if it weren't for him accepting this incredibly right, embarrassing role. Exactly. So that's kind of where I'm like, well, how much would I have to be paid to be in this fucking movie? Do you think would it be worth it? What if, if he never got past the high school musical and he was always remembered as a high school musical kid? Well, that's a risk he was willing to take. He's absolutely Do you correct. think if you were in those movies when you were 18, you would have had a similar trajectory with your career after them? Or do you think it would all end and come to a screeching halt. Ah, uh, yes. Did. You're using the uh, the good old like Fauci mechanism of trying to prove something that could never actually happen. Yes, dude. I would be. Well, a, no, I'm not going to opine on that. I just want your opinion. I would be a billionaire by now if I were in High School Musical too. <laughs> I would own every Fortune 500 company there is. Let, well, let, you're putting words in my mouth. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, no. And and I'm. There's been a ton of people. That have gone on for great careers that have done humiliating work in the past. That's a problem with movies, television. It just it lives forever. It yeah. is a gamble, too, because you don't know if you're going to be fucking screech. And that's and that's it. And your career is going to come to a screeching halt. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even uh, uh, Zach Morris, who was actually like cool and played a cool character. Well, you know, supposedly cool character. Um, Such a dickhead, dude. But uh, <laughs> even that guy, Mark Paul... Gosler, whatever his name is. I know he's like, he still acts and gets like roles, but he hasn't had a real meaningful career no. after that. No. Have you seen the, uh, I forget what it's called. I think it's called like Inappropriate uh, Wooing. Zach Morris is a dick or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because every plot, it was like the opposite of a Disney movie. Every plot just exposed how awful of a human he is. Right. He's absolutely correct, folks. Dude, he was such a dick, dude. Zach Morris. Like when he find that episode is the worst when he finds out he's like sitting down with this girl on a first date. They meet at the max, and she got there first, so he's sitting down. And she's like really pretty, and they're like eating lunch, and he's like, "Oh, let's go put a song in the jukebox." And then he realizes she's in like a wheelchair, oh. and like his face just drops. He's like, "You're in a wheelchair!" Like he just catches oh, such gosh. such a piece of shit. It's hilarious. Jesus. Oh, I love, that made me think of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm when Larry David's wheeling the girl. He goes on a date with the girl oh, yeah. in a wheelchair, and he's like, "Huh? huh? Yeah." Like all his friends. But then she's oh, oh, Larry, and she's mad because he wore a hat on the first date and didn't tell her she he was bald. <laughs> but yeah, that's the best though. Is when uh, 
That's the best is when he realizes that it can be used to his advantage. And everyone that thinks he's a piece of shit, he's like purposely right. wheeling around. I fucked up. Uh, Something's wrong with the soundboard today. I'm not. I'm getting pissed. But that's fine. I don't, dude. Here's the thing: Curb's like one of my favorite shows, and I still like the new season. But people are totally exaggerating how great the new season is. Like, I still think after season six, it just got more and more ridiculous. Here's it's still a funny show. I still the, love Curb Enthusiasm. Right. But the scenarios were so they became so absurd to the point where it would never happen. Right. Like, the first six seasons obviously had their moments of absurdity, but for the most part, the interactions that I found most funny are ones that actually do happen. Where was like the caviar episode? Was that that's it? probably like episode uh, season seven, I think. Okay, With so we're past Chris the threshold. Slater. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I think any season once you get past like five, it's like guys. Why I mean, I thought a lot of them are funny. I thought the um, in the newest season. I thought the MAGA hat episode was funny when he realizes that everyone he doesn't want to talk to, because obviously they're all super liberal out there, right, yeah. he just wears a MAGA hat in front of them and they avoid him. <laughs> I thought that was funny. There was a lot of, like, there's still, it's still funny, but I just think seasons two, three, four to me, and then season six, season six is fucking awesome. We're just great. That's absolutely true. But I mean, it's really not my position to opine on. Kirby enthusiasm. Right. Right, folks. Uh, but anyway, what what the fuck else is new, dude? We're sitting in the middle um, of a hurricane. It's beautiful it's out. It's beautiful out. Not a, even a gust of wind. Um, you were going to say not even a cloud in the sky. Then you realize all those clouds. Right, right? exactly. Yeah. Nice. Fuck. Uh, sorry. Um, what did I... Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you. <laughs> Since we're on the topic... Of, <laughs> We're out of topic <laughs> of, you of know, weather, hurricanes, and High School Musical. I wanted to ask if you think it's ever a good idea mm-hmm. for a band to start a album or song with about three minutes of just like not the song starting yet. No. For instance, Wilco's a whole love. Great, almost a flawless album. Fantastic album. But there's one flaw. It's about six and a half minutes long. Yep. Cut that first fucking six and a half minutes out, baby. Oh, I'd give it a 100%. Oh, wait. What what does Metacritic go off of? Apples? (laughs) Metacritic? No. Metacritic is... um, Well, (laughs) if I may... I was being silly in many many ways. But yeah, you, you go ahead. You go right ahead. Rotten Tomatoes is not a good format, folks, for movies. So the problem with Rotten Tomatoes is it it's not a proper aggregate. So if they take reviews from, say, the New York Times, which will have a five-star metric, and then, the, and then they'll take another reviewer from the Chicago Sun that has a four-star system, and then some have three-star systems. So they take all these ratings, but they don't... They don't actually aggregate the information in a consistent way, so you get all these binary scores. So if you notice on Rotten Tomatoes, most things are either really, really high certified fresh, like 85% up certified fresh, or they're like 40% down rotten. There's no nuance to it. Right. It's like when you have one friend 
that rates any good-looking girl like an, an 8 or 9 out of 10. Oh, for fuck's sake, I hate that. And then you have the other guy who, unless she looks like, you know, some fucking incredible-looking woman, he'll give like any girl like a 3. Dude, if if you have ever rated a girl a 10, you don't under you don't, you don't understand, understand how the, to do this. Right. The only thing you could possibly rate a 10 is when you think in your wildest dreams, let's say you took some Oxycontin after a bicycle accident and you're just feeling so great and you envision in this weird dreamlike state that the perfect woman is out there. That Even that would probably not be a 10, but that's as close as you can get. Right. If you see a woman that's a 10, you are dead. You have gone to a better place. There is yeah. no woman that's a 10 in this world. And by the way, for all these people going, oh, but I know somebody. You, when you're rating women, you can't factor in personality. It has to be looks only. That's the only way the system works. Right. Because Emma Stone is hotter than some actresses. But Emma Stone's not actually hot. If Emma Stone had an awful personality, like no one would give her movie roles. Okay, you know what I mean. I think I know what you mean. I mean, I do think she's not bad. She's a pretty girl, but she's she's not hot. She's like pretty hot. But I'm saying, in your mind, the reason that you really like Emma Stone is because her personality elevates her. Yeah, for sure. So you'd have to be able to take that out of the equation right, and right. just like act like she's a perfect stranger you're seeing on the sidewalk in Manhattan. And that's what these people don't understand. I get into arguments all the time. Oh, what did you rate that girl? Ah, she's a 6.5. Are you kidding me, dude? She fucking, she plays guitar and, and, and you know, she's into car. I don't care. It has nothing to do with it. Purely on looks. You've right. just got to be dealing with like headshots here, folks. The question is, is she hot? Not would I do her, Jim? That's exactly right. As Kevin stated. And, um, and oh, but and by the way, Hillary Swank is hot. I watched a movie with her the other day, and she is sexy. I will say, but she is pretty hot. That's actually true. But like in Joey Durso, he's he is someone I've you know elected to the the head, you know, the board of rating women. Right, he gets it. He could see he Joey Durso would give Jessica Biel like a six point five because he's just. He's just a numbers guy, you know what I mean? He's just looking at all the facts. And he's not swayed by celebrity or any sort of mystique that comes from being an actress. He's simply taking into account the biological attractiveness of Jessica Biel. I just, like, in my head, see Joey Derso just, like, sitting behind, like, this plastic shitty table. Just like with like a line of girls going by, and they stand there and like pose and shit. And he goes six, and then like she walks <laughs> off, and then another one. He goes eh, four, and she walks by. Yeah, and then some other girl eh, five, and she goes, "Wait a minute, five? Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> He's like, "I'm fucking Joey Durso. Get on." Joey Durso says like it is. And by the way, for anyone that goes, are they really objectifying women on this podcast? Let me make it clear. That's exactly what I'm doing because that's the point. Of rating women. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? If you look at so many girls, for example, would look at, they go to a car dealership and they're looking for a car that looks cool. They don't care how it runs. They don't care the, the, the mileage. They don't care about the carbon footprint. They just go, this car looks good. That's what I want. That's what I'm doing right now with, with, with human beings. Cars you get it. are people too. Oh, man. Well, anyway, I don't even know how we got on the topic of that. Um, High School Musical 2. Started uh, rating women. Jessica Biel, High School Musical 2. Princess Diaries, right? <laughs> uh, Maybe yeah. more. 
No, it wasn't Mandy Moore. We we Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey's like a six. Justin Timberlake. He's like a four. He's not a four, dude. Yes, he is on an oiled down hot beach day in August. I really think he's like at least a six and a half. All right, I'll give him a five. Wait a minute. You said Nick Lachey's a six? Nick Lachey's definitely hotter than JT. You give him a six, though? Yeah. Dude, he's like a fucking like seven and a half, bro. Maybe a seven. You seen his fucking tribal tattoo, bro? All right, but again, all right, if we got to be honest, I get that we're super, super rugged, totally heterosexual men. But you have to say, all right, let's, all right, this is how I explained rating women. Let's do it for men. Okay. So we can both agree that a 10 for a guy doesn't exist. No, no fucking way. And even a nine is like barely reachable. That's a stretch. So let's say, like, who do you think would be at the top? Like I, to me, like Hugh Jackman, Chris Hemsworth, they would be like the probably the peak, right? Yeah, like Chris Hem- Chris Hemsworth is probably probably as good looking as your DNA could possibly allow right. you, right? I mean, Zach Efron's up there. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. I'd rather I'd rather wake up tomorrow's Chris Hemsworth than Zach. Okay, Efron. fair enough. Yeah, because he's like he's like not that I can opine on this, right. but you know, yeah, yeah. But let okay. me just give you my opinion on everything else. So, <laughs> uh, if Chris Hemsworth is the top. Right. Yeah. Yep. So that's the ceiling of the house. Yeah. So then that he becomes the new ten. So to me, Justin Timberlake is way far removed from Chris way Hemsworth. far removed. Dude, he's a fucking curly haired fuck. He was a curly haired fuck. Now he's just a short haired. He's fuck. not a bad looking guy. And by the way, I'm being honest. I'd be like a one point five with my metrics. Well, that was but my I'm just question. Saying, Where the fuck does this put like Eric? I don't, dude. I just think I, uh, if Chris Hemsworth is the okay. top, where the f- okay, where does DJ Petty, known by many women across the globe to be a very good-looking man, where the fuck does he fall? I, 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 I can't opine on that. I mean, I, 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 I'm uh, not sure. What do you mean? Should how do we? Improve it? Well, I'm, I'm not in a position. I, I, I don't think that's relevant to. I mean, I, I you get where I'm going. <laughs> Let's put it this way. DJ Petty yes. is definitely higher on the list than Justin Timberlake. Yeah, because I think Justin Timberlake is like a fucking three, dude. But is DJ Petty higher than Nick Lachey? Dude, I mean, I haven't seen Nick Lachey in a while, but as memory recalls, Nick Lachey is pretty hot. He is pretty hot, but DJ Petty is pretty hot. It's, dude, it's tough. I don't know. I uh... We're going to have to get a panel of... Uh, Judges in here. Dude, I don't know, man. I'm just you Well, we should send out a poll. All right. We're gonna well maybe we'll put pictures up on Instagram and you say you rate people. We'll like the Ooh. original the original uh, face smash that Mark that Zuckerberg. Shit, dude, that yes. was the fucking best. It'll be like that, but with our friends. Oh, that's so good. All right, DJ, send us a good photo of you. We'll put you next to Nick Lachey. And then we'll ask which one's hotter. Then we'll put Boo next to Justin Timberlake. Yes. And no, Boo, that wasn't meant to be like you're, you know, on Justin Timberlake's level. I just, I don't know. The short hair. I don't fucking know. And then we'll put me next to Chris Hemsworth. (laughs) Just to prove my point and how extreme the differences are. And then we'll put Eric next to like, I don't fucking know, George Uh, Clooney or something. Phil Seymour Hoffman. (laughs) All right, we'll do this. And then, you know, if that goes well, we'll do uh, the women we know. So what could go wrong? 
Well, Jesus, you can't do that. I, I'm not sure what you mean. Should how do we? Well, I'm I'm not in a position. I I I don't think that's relevant to. I mean, I, I you get where I'm going. It's a little noise because uh, that guy clearly knows what he's talking about. He's to be trusted wholeheartedly. But um, I again, how did we even get on this topic of of which guys are hot? I mean, you changed it. I didn't change it. Well, you said well you indicated that um you yeah you changed it because the <laughs> i love how he can't he only has one plan of of how he's going to answer the question so that he has to follow his plan even though he knows well and you know he was at like the state capitol gym that morning like on the treadmill then taking a steam shaving i was like i'm gonna look so fucking cool when i press this guy on my hard oh, yeah. questions and then and they literally that. have those um and I'm not kidding. They literally have these. They're like those. You ever see those graphs? That's like, are you hungry? And then it's like, yes or no. So then you say yes. And then it says, do you want cheeseburgers or pizza? And then you say like cheeseburgers. And then you go to the next thing. And it yes or no. It says, are you, you a moron or are you smart? <laughs> right. Brings you down like another pathway. I used a terrible example, but they pretty much have these charts. Ask a question. If he says yes or no, it leads you into this other corner. And you, they provide you a counter argument. Right. And no matter what you say, they're going to back you into a fucking corner because they have the whole fucking thing planned out and they're just walking you down the, you know. No, that's literally what they do. I know. No, that's literally <laughs> what they do. No, but both Republicans and Democrats, as someone who. Yeah, yeah for <laughs> sure. As someone who uh, knows uh, senators on both sides. <laughs> but they literally will get. No, it. literally. No, no, no. I'm not talking figuratively. No, literally. Yes, thank you. They will actually get emails with talking points every single day. So, like, hey, anyone going in front of the TV today? And both sides, the sevens on the right and the left, they actually get talking points. So, some pollster from the DNC or RNC, you know, figures out what questions most commonly going to be asked on these news networks and figures out the, the, the wording, the phrasing to get, you know, to, to run by. And they send them out. So, that's why you literally see... Why is it doing this? Dude, I don't know. It's fucked. Uh, but anyway. What the fuck are we even talking about, dude? Nothing, Tried bro. That's the talking about hurricanes. That's the beauty. High school musical, Nick Lachey's hot. That's the beauty of having 90 episodes, man. Actually, that's We can true. talk about fucking nothing. It is pretty far out. I'm going to get a picture up of, of Nick Lachey right now. He's pretty fucking hot, bro. I love how I wrote Icklash. Icklash. Oh, Gotcha. 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 What? Um, Paul, squash. Call me. Yeah, he's a good looking dude. What, Friday? No can do. I got an 830 res at Dorcia. <laughs> Great. Sea urchin ceviche. Dorcia on Friday night. How do you swing that? I think he's lying. <laughs> Dude, I fucking and I also love how they're all like in their mid to late twenties and they're just running the entire law firm. Dude, like what the fuck was I doing in my mid to late? Dude, the eighties must have been same a, thing I'm doing right now. The eighties must have been fucking incredible though, because oh. even though they say like most stockbrokers actually make more money now than they did in the eighties, the eight, there was that culture, that celebrity culture of it that it would have been. Even though you make more money now doing that. 
it would have been way more fun doing it in like 86, 87. Well, in a lot of, uh, I listen to like a lot of trading podcasts and investing bullshit. You're kidding me. And, uh, that's what he's claiming. (laughs) And, um, a lot of the guys that like are really successful were in the pits during the time when people like actually, that was the only time you could trade is in the pits. Yeah. And that's where they got their fucking foundation. Is like you literally watch a crowd of people run over to buy something, then watch a crowd of them to run over to sell something, and that's how you kind of figure out the flow. And then right. you, you actually meet friends, and they teach you how to fucking invest and all this shit. And that's just all. That's all gone now. You should see the gesticulation that just went on. Oh, this, there was a lot of gesticulation. Waving his hand in my face to illustrate the idea of people moving around the floor. Oh, dude, and Doctor Michael Burry. He, yes, he tweets all the time. He'll be like, "All right, guys, I'm I'm um, accepting, you know." I love Michael Burry. Deposits into my crypto fund. He's got a crypto trading fund, which is anybody he, can is join. Is he big in Bitcoin? Apparently, he is. But they uh, they were up like sixteen percent so far, or something. What's the Bitcoin worth now? Last time you checked, it at least. Last time I checked, it was eleven and a half thousand dollars. Let's see what it's at. Let's see here. That's pretty good. That's. I mean, I know it's been like way higher than that at its peak, but I feel like it's been holding on, holding on to the five figures for quite a while. It's now. at eleven thousand one hundred and ninety-two dollars and ten cents, and that's in U.S. dollars. So, with a Winklevi pretty big up in the Bitcoin game, still very big, yeah, very big in the Bitcoin. How much? How much money do you think they have in Bitcoin? Like one hundred fifty mil? Honestly, goddamn, don't know, hmm. but I wouldn't doubt it. But th- they do make a. a Bitcoin actually is like a hyper stock in all the kind of laws of nature of of economics because the more people buy Bitcoin, this is obviously true of any stock, but Bitcoin's different because it's both a commodity and when you think like all right, for example, if I have a cell phone, right? Yep. It's worth nothing unless every a lot of other people have cell phones because they can't call anybody. So if right. you get a cell phone, you've made my the cell phone worth more. It's not just stocks in terms of people were refl- like a sign of confidence in a product. It's the actual product itself that literally intrinsically becomes more valuable the more people buy it. So if all of a sudden 5,000 people have cell phones, my cell phone is 5,000 times more useful than it was when just I had a cell phone. Wow. And I feel like the same laws of nature apply to currency where – a currency actually just gains intrinsic value, not extrinsic value, which stock markets, you know, right. demonstrate. But the actual intrinsic value of a Bitcoin itself get goes up when more and more people have Bitcoin. Wow. You know what I'm saying? What you just said actually makes total fucking perfect goddamn fucking sense, dude. Thank you, folks. Thank you, folks. I'll be giving stock tips all week. Folks, come on. Come on, God! Wow, a rowdy crowd. Come off. That's Jesus. what I miss about like the '90s shows, though. Is like the 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 studio audiences were way more like interactive. Well, uh, did you kiss her? Did I kiss her? I mean, didn't I? I love it too. But they're like even uh, like all these shows, especially like kind of like preteen shows. Like if a guy innocently kisses a girl on the lips oh yeah you'll get that reaction right like it's not like a guy that was like you know it's not like it cuts to someone 
smoking in bed next to a woman, then it's kind of appropriate because it's right. like, all right, they couldn't show it on TV, but they just screwed. You want to hang out tonight? Can't. Got a date. Ooh. With who? Your grandmother? No, with Stacy from next door. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, hey, you want to come over later? No can do. Got an 830 res at Dorsia. Uh, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> Which one are you going to try and hit? I was going to hit the like the wooing one. The one where like all the girls. Oh, yeah, nuts. that's this one, you idiot. Dude, Bob, how many freaking words did you put in the title of this? Uh, not too many. Medium studio audience cheering and whistling. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Jesus dude. H, man. But yeah, folks, if you're bored, just YouTube Save by the Bell inappropriate wooing, and it's the funniest scene, be- the funniest video, because <laughs> they'll take like the mo- the few moments where oh, yeah. Save by the Bell like actually tried to get serious. Somebody just takes those clips, compiles them, and puts that whistling reaction over it, and it's fucking hilarious. That is so fucking good. Jesus Christ. Um, I mean, we're at 66 minutes and 33 seconds. Should we wrap it up? or? Yeah, man. I mean, we could wrap it. I mean, it's not like we have anything to talk about. We didn't at the beginning of the show. We still don't. You know what I'm it's, saying? We're just riffing, dude. We're just riffing. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, I love Mandy more. It's weird because I really only love her because of how she looks. She doesn't really impress me as an actress or anything or a singer. Kind of true. Kind of okay. It's, all right. So here's a fucking question, man. What do, would I rate Mandy more? Do mannerisms count as looks? Yes. Okay. Because I was gonna say her mannerisms are just they. Oh, Ooh. fantastic. Yeah. So. If you can watch a girl on mute, like a a gif or jif of a girl, right? Then that counts. Um, a walk to remember, cried, dude. I, I remember, cried, dude. Watch remember is fantastic. I think Nicholas Sparks is actually a genius. Um, I think his pros are terrible, and he is very formulaic. But the guy's a fucking genius, dude. All he does is he goes, uh. War hero plus girl with a family's a family who disapproves of the man that's outside their economic class fall in love. Right. Time passes. Yep. And they get together. That's all he does. And this guy has made million, I don't know what his net worth is. It has to be like a hundred million. At least a bunch of money. But that guy literally knows what to write and probably he probably spends Maybe six months on a book, just fires it out. Yeah, fuck it. I could write one of those books. Dude, we should write a book. I'd be down to write a book. That'd be fucking awesome. I love to just title myself like like Nicholas Sparks, but like N-I-K-L-A-U-S, like Jack Nicholas. We could call it shitting and pissing on the floor. Ooh, those are not the same things. They're not. Um, Eric goes, uh, Mike, you getting your scoops tonight? He goes, already went, four scoops, three flavors. Eric goes, where? He goes, gelato store. Dude, Mike DeMazio. That's where I see him all the time. Yeah, this thing's fucked up, man. I don't know what the fuck happened, but you see him all the time? Well, yeah, because I go to Piero's all the time to get my bread fix. And he just sits there with well, eating th- fucking goddamn gelato? Four well, scoops no, he's night? always coming out when I'm arriving, and I like I just wave at him because we're usually both in our cars at the time. He's leaving, oh, I'm pulling Tim, in. what's up, dude? Yo, what's going on, dude? Coming fucking gelato, dude. Yeah, he's an odd guy. He owns a pig. 
Uh, no guns anymore. They seized those. He still, I think, probably fucking has one. But probably they took him away. But you know what? You know he never hurt anybody. Oh God, it's gonna happen. Nice. Um. All right. So, DJ, I'll send you the fucking bumper sticker this week. If I don't send you the bumper sticker this week, then I'll send you five dollars cash and the bumper sticker next week. Dude, you gonna risk that? Yeah, because I'm gonna fucking send out the bumper sticker. Um, who else? Oh, Alex Abo wants the shirt. He wants the white shirt with our faces. So here's the thing. So I thought that our store was completely fucked, but I think that the shirts that we get, they have. I fucked up. So I think you can buy shirts still. Well, why don't we? I'll buy. Why don't just put an order for Alex? We'll we'll take his uh, participation on the website out of the equation. Okay. Because he texted me and he was like, "Hey, can you just get me one of those?" Okay. We'll get him a fucking shirt. So we'll put. And he want he's a large. Oh, and I wanted Alex to just send me like a picture of his face so I could Photoshop it like with an American flag behind it or something like that. Oh, I would wear that shirt. Dude, totally. He starts sending me photos of like when he was in the army and like him actually holding a gun, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, this is not what I asked for, bro." But I'm going to definitely fucking use it. Dude, these. that sounds way fucking better. Yeah, there's one where he's like pointing at the camera. Nah. I'm like, that's perfect. Dude, Alex, I want one of those. Alex Sabo wants you. I want one of those, dude. Yes. It's going to be great. Oh, I love that. It's going to be great. So you were already in talks with him. I didn't, I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, we're in, we're in cahoots. Nice, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm definitely getting one of those. All right, so send Alex a fucking thing. Ian's live. Uh, DJ's hot. Uh, send him a bumper sticker. I think that's it, dude. Pretty much covered everything. Just buy shit off the store. If you don't want to buy shit off the store, fucking Venmo Venmo us money. And we'll do it for you. If you don't know how to Venmo us money, go to anchorfm.com. You can fucking donate through the thing. Oh, 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 dude. If you have not wrote a fucking wrote? Written? written? God damn it. Fuck that up. It's past perfect. If you haven't written a review for the podcast and you're listening right now, why the fuck not, bro? Why the fuck not? Write a goddamn five-star review. It seems superfluous and dumb, but if you do it, it actually does help us. Yeah, it's not superfluous. I promise you that. Right, right, right. And it's definitely not post-humorous either. No. No, it's not. Um, I think that's it, man. I think that's fucking it, dude. All right. Well, um, you guys are great, and uh, I guess take care of yourselves out there and stay out of trouble and fucking, I don't goddamn know, whatever, dude. Well, see you later. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Dr. Fauci, do protests increase the spread of the virus? Do protests increase the spread of the virus? Uh, I think I can make a general statement. Well, half a million protesters on June 6th alone. Yeah. I'm just asking that number of no. people, does yeah. it increase the spread of the virus? Cra- crowding together, particularly when you're not wearing a mask, contributes to the spread of the virus. Should we limit the protesting? I, I'm not sure what you mean. Should How do we say limit the protesting? Should the government what? limit the protesting? I, I I don't think that's relevant to... Well, you just said if it increases the spread of the virus, I'm just asking, should we limit it? Well, I'm, I'm not in a position to determine what the government can do in a forceful way. I'm so sure can.